All right, Leadheads, welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 166, coming off the big giveaway episode last week, where we had lots of prizes that we gave away, made a lot of Leadheads happy. And uh, if you guys haven't received your emails, if your name was called, I still have a couple of people as of uh, the broadcast of this show or the recording of this show that have not responded um, to their notifications that they were a winner. So get on it, or I'm going to take the prizes for myself. (laughs) All right, so this week, uh, as you guys know, we talked about uh, last week we're going to be up at Rock Castle uh, covering the Pro-Am, the three-gun Pro-Am up there at Rock Castle. And I've got some of the shooters on with me this week. Let's welcome in, of course, you guys know CG3G, Casey Griggs, joining us. What's up? The Nordic Component Shooter and Talking Lead Shooter. We've also got Mr. Chad Enos from Caltech, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello. Are there a pause happening right now? I'm going to edit all that in, yeah. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Like, is it, it, are we talking stadium applause or? You're probably going to get the little kids clap, you know, yay, clap, clap, clap. The golf clap? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's cool. The kindergarten clap, you know, (laughs) when Krusty the Clown does a magic trick. I can live with that. (laughs) That's all I deserve. And his second time on the show, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Nick Atkinson with Cobalt Connect. Glad to be here. Yes. So the Pro Am Kentucky at the Rock Castle. A little wet this year. <laughs> Understatement. Understatement. Yeah. Yeah. Very. <laughs> but uh what do you think compared to last year? How do you guys think uh everything was as far as the setup and the way it was ran? I wasn't there last year, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hundred percent better, right? Think of it. Yeah, you wasn't there last year, was you? No, didn't make it. I wasn't there either. <laughs> I was there a year before, though. Well, I thought uh, I thought Nick was there, so you weren't there, Nick. I knew Chad wasn't. Uh, no, I wasn't there. Casey so, was there, no, though, right? Casey's the authority. Yeah, yeah. Well, right, I mean, the stages were set up. They were, you know, what we were talking about. They were actually longer. Uh, the but. As in Chad said, I think the uh, shotgun stages definitely took over again. They had one primary shotgun stage last year that was really long. I mean, I think it had like nearly 30 shots in it. Like you were there recording that party. Yeah, I was there. They seemed to have a lot of shotgun last year too, though. Mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah, it was a lot of shotgun. No, that's what he's talking about. There was one really long one last year, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 This year there wasn't a really long one. (laughs) Well, not a really long shotgun one anyway. Kind of a bummer. There was that one where you had to do the slugs. Um, yep. which stage was that? You had to, you had to hit the, the shotguns and you had to run down. It was the one everybody was timing out on. Stage four. Yeah. yeah I thought that was, that was a bear. Uh, it would, uh, it was a long stage time wise, but it wasn't like, wasn't like a jungle run or anything. No. No, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. You just kind of running left to right the, the whole time, but, uh, it, it was time consuming, no doubt. Nick, sure. did you shoot Rocky Mountain? Nope. I've, okay. uh, I shot that like three or four years ago, I think. It was the only time I've okay. shot it. When was I it? Just, I just came off of Rocky Mountain to um, Rock Castle. And, man, it was just what a night and day difference in matches, as you know, I'm sure. How, so what's how the, was that one? What's the difference? Yeah, what's the main difference? <clears throat> um, well, the stages out in uh, Rocky Mountain are just very well thought out. Uh, they're very long, uh, which gives... Gives each shooter an opportunity to, uh, you know, pick up the pace if they're having a rough match or halfway through a stage or something like that, in my opinion. For me, it helps. Um, whereas, uh, if you're shooting, 
type of match. It was at Rock, uh, Rock Castle. You know, if you had a malfunction, which I did actually on that stage, you were just talking about stage four, um, the, the clock is ticking and you really don't have a whole lot of time to make up for something like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Just, I just prefer a match that seems a little more, a little more fair where you can kind of, um, shoot against yourself. And if you're, even if your equipment's uh, going down, you still, you still have time to sort of get it together and pull yourself together and finish the stage. Right. So, and also, I mean, the, the stage is out there very challenging. There's a ton of long distance, um, almost on every stage. And, uh, there's a lot of, uh, each gun on every stage too. So you just, you really get your fill. You get what you pay for when you go to a match like Rocky Mountain. Gotcha. Yeah. But, you know, not just to say every match has to be like Rocky Mountain. It just coming off that. Well, match I mean, that's the thing. As, they all should yeah. be different in some, some aspect. You know, otherwise it's going to be the same old boring thing every time. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. But, you know, I, the, the Rock Castle, they're, it's evolving. You know, it's growing. So I'm sure they appreciate feedback from you guys. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure who um, who really puts on the match there, uh, the Pro-Am. You know, uh, Joe Harris was match director. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name who designed the stage, but I'm not sure who actually runs the match, you know. I, I think I it's don't the think Nobles. It's, well, see, I don't think so, because they, I mean, they've got the no. menu and they, <laughs> you know, they provide the dates and everything, but as hmm. as far as anything else, they, you know, they're not the ones organizing anything. Oh, so okay. it it really comes down to the flavor of who's running it, you know. Uh, and the pro am has been longer stages in the past, and then you know the the sprint type stages that it was uh, this time. So yeah. it's going to be different every time, depending on who's running it. I want to say that true. they posted who who helped set it up on their rock castle page. It was it was on actually all the stage descriptions. I think different people set up different stages, but, but I, I, don't, I knew they had one big match director, and I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I, I'll put it to you this way. Um, we weren't super happy. I shot it two years ago. Wasn't super stoked about the match. I mean, it was a lot better than this year's. I didn't shoot it last year, and I don't know anybody that did other yeah. than uh, Casey. Think, but than Casey. Um, last year, no, two years ago, um, was the first time I had shot it. Maybe it was three years ago. Man, I can't even remember. But uh, Kurt Miller, uh, Trapper Swanson, uh, a couple other guys designed the stages and then helped run the match, and it was it was awesome. It was a good time. The stages were yeah. unique and difficult, and uh, that I don't makes remember, sense. I don't remember the part times being. I don't even remember what the part times were, but I don't remember anybody timing out. So I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, there were a couple of stages on this one where people were consistently timing out, wasn't there? Yeah, four and oh, eight. Yeah. yeah, four and eight were the tough ones. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for a lot of the amateurs too that came out and were sort of this was their first major match. Um, I just heard a lot of talk about those guys, and almost everyone was timing out. And um, there were some younger people that kept timing out, and they just couldn't. They just weren't having a good time. And there I just were thought some that was, young ones shooting this mm-hmm. one that I don't remember seeing last year. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm talking it, like what twelve or yeah. younger. Yeah, it seems like every year a lot of locals yeah. come out to that match and they bring friends. You know. Mm-hmm. And, um, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, they're not, they're not that experienced. And so with a hundred second part time, it, it, you know, it's sort of That's discouraging crazy. for them. Yeah. Yeah. So probably not the match for That's them. Or a, maybe they should, uh, redesign the stages, uh, make the part times a little longer. You know, just in my opinion. Uh, Andrew came with me, Andrew Brenneman with Kalashnikov USA. And as we're rolling up, uh, we roll up on Chad at, uh, his first stage of the second day was that shotgun stage. I mean, it was just all shotgun. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And there was a little girl before you guys were going that was shooting. and Dakota, yeah. The gun was 
twice her height. <laughs> the shotgun was. And she ran it like a boss. But she was she was carving it up like a chef, man. <laughs> yeah. She's very good. She's going to be a really good shooter. She's she's focused and determined. She knows it. Sure knows what she's doing. She has great, uh, you know, weapons manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't time out on any of the stages. And she's 13, but she looks like she's about nine, maybe. Yeah, she's, she's a little girl. Little yep. girl. I just, I couldn't believe that she was slinging that shotgun around like she was, man. Just yep. like a pro. Yeah, I, lo- I love seeing that. I like seeing the next generation coming up. She could have used it as a pole like vault. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, no matter no matter what the match is out there, whether you have a good time at the match or you, you'd rather it be a little bit different or whatever, the venue is awesome. Oh, I have yeah. such a good time <laughs> hanging out <laughs> yeah. in the lodge. That's that's the highlight of the weekend for me, I think. That was yeah, that was the cool. lodge. Yeah, yeah. I hate I missed the fights. Yeah, a lot uh, of people missed the fights. Where were y'all? Uh, well, we I went to dinner. Cleaning stuff. No, we yeah, went was, to dinner. I was recovering. UFC too. fights. To clarify, no, there was no, there weren't anybody, wasn't anybody fighting in the parking lot. It was UFC fights. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right, yeah. The uh, what were the the Diaz and uh, McGregor, yeah, McGregor yeah. fight, yeah. So we listened to it on the way home, and from what what I heard, it was kind of a boring fight. No, it was an awesome. Not at all. Was it crazy? Yeah, yeah. Went back and looked at the highlights. It was awesome. I was listening to some piss ass poor commentators in because they were just like, "Yes, dude, that fight was it was yeah, it was awesome." Well, I mean, it was an actual fight. It went the distance, so I would think it would be pretty exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, when when one fighter gets tired of hitting the other guy as hard as he can, that's how you know it's a good fight. You know. Yeah. (laughs) And then the other one retaliates and he takes his turn. Yeah. Oh, that was that was definitely cool that you were able to to hook that up. We uh, what well, was cool was you were playing some uh, talking lead videos. You were able to sync your phone in with their TV and uh, play some YouTube videos and stuff and highlight some of the people that were there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. We hit, we uh, hooked up a Chromecast. That's uh, what it then, was. Chromecast. Yeah, cast everything oh. from my phone to that. So it was yeah. fun. So. I hear the jack wagon train rolling in. We'll get back to more on the the Rock Castle, um, but uh, now it's time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week. Bring that train in, Gunny. Hey, Ralph, Zipper, find do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, so I've probably got a couple of people that I'm going to be throwing on the train this week. You guys got some candidates you want to toss on the always, train this week? I can always complain about something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? Casey started <laughs> off. I nominate Casey. Casey, mm-hmm. who's your jack wagon this week? God, man. I, I don't know. See, I've been out of the loop. I've been with the military for the past couple of days. So. Well, then say no more. There you go. There's your jack wagon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He, yeah. Right. There's no one, there's nobody, nobody, there's no one you know not pulling their weight in the military. <laughs> There's always somebody. I think I uh, think who Casey needs to throw on the jack wagon train is himself on stage eight. Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. gotta tell the story. Yeah. So I was yeah. gonna save it for yeah, later, but let's let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's air it out. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Stage eight. I had a good plan because, like I said, we've been watching everybody shoot it. I had a good uh, good plan for stage eight. I've been watching everybody uh, shoot it and everything, and seeing kind of how they were going. But the problem that I had. For stage eight was, uh, I got a little too close to the A-frame that was there that we okay. had to shoot through, and my Mossberg charging handle kept hitting the post, or the A-post, and every time it kept hitting it, it would jam up on me. Um, and once it done that, and finally got to the other side of 
A-frame, it just completely locked. I don't even know where to begin of what it done. It just, uh, it, the shell completely went sideways and just locked in. So I lost a lot of time trying to manipulate that thing and finally dumped it and then went to pistol and got to a little bit of rifle and that was it. So did you so, ever find yeah, you couldn't you figure out what it was? Couldn't pinpoint the, well, the problem? Part of it was the fact that it was beating up against that freaking frame. Yeah. I mean, I, I had like stroking it. lumberjack strokes on that bad boy. I mean, it was freaking <laughs> eating away at it. Like a woodpecker? So, shit. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, yeah. Uh, it, it hit pretty hard. I know that. Yeah. Hmm. It lo- I mean, you, it, if you were there, you'd be a lot more impressed by the story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, Nick should was... tell the story. <laughs> Every time the charging handle hit the A-frame, the whole thing tipped over 20 degrees. Yeah. So there it was. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. it Rain pouring down. Everybody's eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Casey, did you ever get a uh, backup in the fight or what? No, no, I just had to dump it, and after the match, we were, Left it there. of course, you know, you have like 20 mechanics at the end of the match, or in, <laughs> at the end of your stage, that know... That's what your jack wagon needs to be, yeah. <laughs> are all the mechanics but, that are, all the gunsmiths. So that was your last stage? Yeah, that was the last stage. Um, I, Nick, told him I, was, I, was, I was trying to listen to Nick. <laughs> I was trying to listen to Nick, because that is a typical thing that you can do, is slam it on the ground, and it sometimes it will dislodge. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then of course you got like 20 more people around you trying to tell you what to do. So finally I just got tired of it and took the, uh, tube off and then took the, the barrel off and it just completely all fell apart, which <clears throat> it's clear at that point. Hmm. So. All right. What shotgun yeah. are you using? Mossberg? Mossberg. I got you. The 930? That, that's never happened. Yeah, that's never happened to it. I mean, it, it had to have been that A post. It runs, been running great, but you know, other than that. Just a bunch I saw of, that. Ha- I saw that happen to Lena at Superstition. <laughs> she was she was shredding so bad, uh, and uh, got to like a second array of targets that happened right in the middle of it, and she probably spent a solid twenty to thirty seconds trying to clear it. Uh, got the gun back up and running, and still finished the stage in just about everybody else's time. <laughs> so it wasn't wow. the uh, wasn't the three and a half second stage then. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, All right, Nick, you got a jack wagon? Oh, yeah. All right, right, so for uh, about two weeks, I've been trying to book a lake house for Generation 3 gun, which is up at uh, Lake of the Ozarks, right, in Osage Beach. Yeah. We go up there every year, and uh, the past two years, we've rented a house on the lake because it's the weekend after um, the holiday, right? So all the lake houses are available, and... uh, I'm going back and forth with this uh, website, you know, the the typical you get on there to find a uh, a vacation house to rent, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, the realtor or whoever manages the property or whatever calls me and she's just like, yeah, I just wanted to get an idea, kind of who we're renting it to and all this, and we'll need a money order for the full amount by September first, whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to do a money order. I don't like doing money orders personally, just because. I don't know. I don't want to go down to the bank and pull the money on my account and send it's it like in the mail. cash, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to do that. So uh, I'm like, well, you know, I don't really want to do a money order. Uh, I could do a personal check if y'all do that. And they're like, no, we won't do that. Uh, but we may do a credit card. And I was like, okay, I'll do a credit card. Well, she calls me back the next day, and she's like, well, the owners don't want to do a credit card. They'll take the check. And I'm like, wait a minute. We already agreed on doing a credit card. I mean, on a, a, a check, whatever. And yeah, see, yeah. I'm already all confused. <laughs> uh, no I'm checks, like, nah. credit cards. Now they're no, going to take ba- a check. Basically, she pissed us off, right? 
So damn uh, realtors, just, they're good at that. Yeah, and this is like a, after you know a week of going back and forth trying to get a hold of her, or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, screw this, I'll just find another place. I get on, get back on the website, I find another place that looks awesome. Click on that, send a request. Guess who calls me? Same right? chick. Same lady. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she just happens to be the manager for this other place. The The funny Gosh. part is she, she, she sends me a message through the website that says, just like the other place, they won't take a credit card, whatever. And I send her a message back said, okay, I'll find another place. Well, she calls me at like 1030 at night one night. And she's like, you know... You just gotta understand the owners are really putting themselves out there to rent these places. I'm like, well, you gotta understand. I'm trying to give you money, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the customer, right? I don't care if they're putting themselves out or what. I mean, it's a vacation house. This is what they do. So it was just crazy, unprofessional calling me in the middle of the night, you know, to try and plead her case, whatever. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Luckily, I found another place that was pretty cool, and they were I prepaid that night with a credit card. So. As a realtor myself. Yeah, completely unprofessional. She, oh, she's yeah. definitely a jack wagon. There's there's more of the story, but we can't talk about it on the air. But it it, it was even better. Oh come on! <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. We can't. That's we what can't. we live for on this show. I know. I know. <laughs> It'll just have to be up to your imagination because we can't talk about. All right, it. we'll talk off air. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chad, <clears throat> what about you? Yes, sir. Um, how you feeling? I don't know. Is- What's that? I said, how you feeling? You, you got you like worked up, you amped up to throw somebody on the train? Oh, man. If if we had talked during the match, I would. <laughs> I, I could have been very unprofessional. But uh, I don't know his name, and uh, maybe I just blocked it because I heard it a hundred times. just knocked it out of my memory. But the guy driving around the match who was uh, like keeping an eye on things with the was a Suburban with no doors on it. Oh, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> that was Joe. He was the uh, range master or whatever. Joe? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Is he the like foreign Joe. guy? What's that? Is he what? Is he the foreign guy? No. Okay. No, no, no. He, I don't he think just, I met Joe. I don't know. He just rubbed me the wrong way and a lot of other people, but he just had a really poor attitude. Yeah. And uh, we had gotten to uh, one of the base stages. I think it was three maybe. And... um so we pulled up and the RO was there. Everyone just kind of sitting there hanging out. Uh, squad had just finished and squad 16 was up next, but squad 16 wasn't <clears> going to be there for like an hour and a half. And our entire squad was there. So, uh, the, it wasn't even us. We didn't even ask, but the an um, hour and a half. Yeah. So the RO, yeah. So the RO called and had that guy come over and he said, Hey, I've got squad six here. Um, you know, any chance we can just get, you know, go ahead and run them. Cause it was like with our squad, it was like 40 minutes tops to run that stage. And so, uh, he said, nope, squad 16's up next. And, uh, he's like, yeah, but they've, you know, it's like they have an hour and a half. And he's like, I don't care. Squad 16's next. So he's really like serious? hard about it. So we sat there and wow. stared at an empty stage with the RO sitting there willing to run the, the stage for an hour and a half, just looking at it. <laughs> oh my God. So, so then, uh, we, we hadn't said anything, but somebody uh, said that, uh, one of the gold sponsors, i.e. Keltec was going to pull out of this match um, because of his attitude. And I never said that. I don't know if any of my teammates expressed that to someone else on our squad or whatever, just like bantering, mm-hmm. um, you know, or if it was anything serious. But anyway, that got back to him. He immediately drove his truck back, and he's like, all right, let's get Squad 6 running. At the same time, Squad 16 had just finished oh, their other stage. So then they had to sit and wait for us to shoot. So it's like you're playing through. <laughs> right, and... And so he allows us to play through after the other squad had shown up to shoot. So then they had to wait. 
And we were like, no, just let squad 16 go through. And he's like, no, squad six has, needs to shoot now. We're like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Right. But that, that didn't happen just to us. It happened to several other squads and it happened to us twice, uh, in the same day. Yeah. They and probably could have got that, that whole thing done in two days instead of dragging out another day. Well, yeah. That was the other thing too. Friday, um, we shot an extra stage, um, which he allowed us to do. Um, and that was kind of jacked up too, the way that happened. And then, we asked them if we could go ahead and shoot um, stage five while we were there because the ROs, again, were sitting there doing nothing. Um, we had plenty of time. There's plenty of daylight. And he said, absolutely not. And we're like, well, we're in Thunder Valley over here, so or whatever that is. And so mm-hmm. we might as well just shoot it right here, you know. And uh, he was very adamant about us not shooting that stage, although it was sitting empty. And the ROs are willing to do it. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know, man. Guy, it, he just seemed like a power tripper. He was uh, very kind of condescending. Yeah, uh, to to myself when I talked to him, and and I think at the beginning of the match when he gave his little speech, he was pretty condescending there too. And I don't know, I just didn't appreciate his tone and didn't like his attitude. So well, we need to and, find out who Joe is. And uh... well, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but you know what? If that's not your gig, if you're not good at that, then don't do it. You know, do something else. Yeah, right. I mean, like, that's the thing with these right. these competitions. You got to be able to improvise. You know. Well, not only that, again, I was just coming off of Rocky Mountain where Denise Johnson runs the show, and she's like the most, she'll bend over backwards for you, for any competitor, especially for sponsors, you know, like we put up, for Rock Castle, we put up a crap ton of money and a lot of, you know, product for the prize table and yeah. stuff, and I just feel like, you know, when you're dealing with people that are are doing that to keep the match alive, uh, you know, because that's something that Caltech's passionate about, you know, we don't make three-gun weapons, but we love the sport, um, you know, so we try to support the big matches as much as we can. And uh, that's one of those matches that's always in our budget every year. And I just feel like, you know, if you're dealing with people that are putting forth that sort of an effort to keep it alive, whether you like the company or not, man, at least be nice to them. You know, you don't have to be a D-bag yeah. every time you, yeah. you talk to somebody. So, Do they have any sort of a uh, feedback, comment thing after the, the event to try to get people's opinions on trying to improve it or anything? Not that I know, you know but that, I mean, we could we could contact Nick and Nate. But again, you know, I don't want to be a dick. I don't want to like. Well, that's you know, not being a dick, man. That's like I, I know. Look, guys, be, do you want to keep this going? Because the way it's going right now, you're going to lose it. You know, you're. Yeah, not, I mean, you're I, I could be professional. I could write up a pre- professional letter, and it's something that I might do. But at the same time, I mean, I'm going to have to point out the reasons, mm-hmm. you know, the, that we feel this way, and it's obviously going to bring up his name. Yeah. And be like, look, man, we're just yeah. trying to be professional here. You know, sure. not trying to throw into the buses. You know, as a sponsor, these are some things we'd like to see change. That's all. Yeah. I just feel like if you're paying that much for a match, you know, professionalism is everything. I agree. You know, I'm not to, I'm not to the level that, that Nick is or any of you guys yet. I, I pray and hope I am one day, uh, if I continue. Well, I mean, sport, you were shooting, but, you were shooting amateur last year, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I had to new. shoot amateur last year and didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Which, hey, by the way, Nick, on a, on a flip, flip side of this, it actually helped me shooting with you because you actually helped me out with some stuff I needed some information on. So, What, what was I dishing out that helped? <laughs> what was I dishing well, that I you mean, were taking? <laughs> just, just watching, uh, and who, who was your buddy that, that was with you? I feel terrible. Uh, I can't remember his name. Kyle? Um, yeah, Kyle. The drunk um, guy? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. You said it. You said it. But, but, uh, but Kyle was shooting. That that is what I have been needing in three gun. I've been needing to shoot with you guys so I can figure out what I'm doing wrong and what I need to practice on. Um, like my quad loads, I know I'm shooting. Yeah, I'm shooting Mossberg, and it, it, I love the the system. The only problem is that sometimes the forearm is a little wide, and I have to <laughs> Somebody stay it down slots quite a bit. <laughs> um, 
but uh, I also kind of realized what I was doing wrong with my quad loads, and Kyle helped me out with that. And uh, if he was on here today, I'd, I'd tell him thank you. But uh, just just kind of watching what you guys did, that helped me out a lot. So right, you know, I think that's uh, that's part of the sport. You know, you go to you go shoot any three gun with anybody, even your closest competitor, and we're going to share information and we're going to try and make each other better. You you go to any other, I mean, you don't think NASCAR drivers are talking about their strategies for you know the race, but. <laughs> You know, so I think that's that's something that makes the sport unique, and that's that's why a lot of people really like it. Absolutely, yeah. Now I thought I well, thought I pro ams were supposed to be like the pros and the ams shooting together, but the way that they do it is they have the amateurs all group shooting and the pros shooting. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it used to be uh, mm-hmm. all together, but I'm not. That was before my time. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You know, like a pro am golf tournament is a professional. Yeah teamed with an amateur or whatever i i think the the line in shooting is so blurred between pro and amateur you know because uh technically if you have any sponsors you're a professional you know Mm -hmm. uh and there's there's how many people you see out there wearing a jersey with logos on it's everybody you know whether Mm -hmm. (laughs) whether they're just putting on there because they think it's cool or putting on there because they're actually getting paid or getting product you know yeah my my jersey next year is going to have a cougar on it and it's (laughs) me me, what's what's your name (laughs) yeah i want to go fast (laughs) <laughs> yeah as al calls it the go fast shirt you gonna have stifler's mom on there <laughs> <laughs> no that's that that's a great point though that uh nick brings up about the sport you know um casey i, I remember we talked at shot show about it and i think i was trying to talk you into three gun at the time or you were just getting into it right yeah i was just getting into it and you were really telling me what what i need to be trying to do and yeah, that's, yeah, that uh, was one of the. See, I'm one of those people that can. I mean, I can teach, but I can't do. You know, so but, <laughs> do but what I, I say, not what I do. I think do. the the most important thing I was trying to get ingrained is just the exactly what Nick just brought up was the sort of sense of community that you're not going to get in any other sport, and that you just you experience it at that match, and that's super cool. I like that. Yeah, I like hearing oh, about yeah. it. Definitely. Like I, I was running. Uh, James Casanova's working on my Benelli, so <laughs> for that Sweet. match, he sent me his barrel assembly. So I was actually running half of his shotgun in the match, and I mean, he just awesome. like gave up his Benelli for me, you know. But I'll tell you I something it. I never thought that I would say is uh, switching over to a Glock frame is probably one of the best things I've done. I don't know why, but it is Glock power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's it it just the Gen fours between the Gen fours and Gen threes though, the Gen four feels a lot better, and it mm-hmm. it just feels better. So have you had any work done to it, or is it is it stock or? No, uh, I was actually talking to Pike at Mod One about about doing some uh, some work on one. So, nice. yeah. So, Agency. so yeah, Agency. Well, there's, there's a ton let's of advice on, out there. Let's move on with the train. Let me uh, let me throw mine out there, and we'll get back into the uh, the oh, three yeah. stuff here. Oh yeah, we're on the, we're important. still we're still doing the jack wagon train here. Guys. <laughs> still, the, the gunny is waiting to to bring this train out of here. So that was a that was the longest, most positive enlightening jack wagon i think you've had on the show I, I didn't know we weren't allowed to go positive i could go negative <laughs> yeah all day well that's the great thing about this show is that if there is a negative then we bring more positives out to drown it out you know so <laughs> roger that that's what we do here drowning is not a but i'm getting ready to get negative so <laughs> all right guys so let me let me start off by saying this all right so i got rid of my windows phone yeah! finally the Windows phone has died. It's it's history. Although I still have it, but uh, it just got to the point where I just I couldn't deal with it anymore, and I dropped it and I broke the screen, and it was just sweet like, screensaver. But it, yeah, you remember you saw that right? <laughs> <laughs> That's our money idea. Don't tell anybody that. 
Oh, okay. We've got an idea. For, uh, Nick and I have an idea for a screensaver. But we'll talk about that off air. Um, so I went in today and I got a brand new phone. I was in there. I thought you just walk in, you walk out. You know, you walk in, you say, "Hey, I want a new phone." Boom, you walk out, you got a new freaking phone. No, I was in there for almost four hours or longer today, getting a new phone. Because it's just, it's, it's like, all right, you, if you get a new phone, you gotta, it, they call it upgrading. It's like, I don't want to upgrade. I just want to get a new phone. I don't want to get something bigger, you know, more than what I've already got. I'm happy with my plan. You know, I'm happy with everything else. I just want a new phone. They're like, well, you know, you can't do that. You're going to have to change this and add this and do this. And I was like, <laughs> holy crap. Holy. <laughs> So after four and a half hours, I walk out and I got this Galaxy S7 or something. I don't know what it is, but there, you know, he's telling me all what it does. And it's got, you know, I walk out with a bag full of accessories <laughs> and I have to write him a check for 300 bucks. Right? It's like, whatever. I was like, just get me out of here. So the, the whole cell phone experience is ridiculous. I think they, they get it to the point where they confuse people so much. That they just pay them so they can get out of there, and that's what that's what I felt like I did. Is like here, just take my money and let me go, and I'll figure out how to use this thing. You know, hopefully within the next five years. I just had my Windows phones figured out. You know, it took me like four years to figure it out. So, um, <laughs> cell phone companies, welcome to the jack wagon train. So your phone was obsolete for at least two years while you're still trying to learn how to use it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to yeah. jump on that too, man. But here's like the positive AT&T. thing is I can start doing social media because I, I told him, I was like, I just want whatever phone is like the best for doing social media. So I'm going to start kicking it on Instagram, guys. Look awesome. Out. Well, that's, that's like AT&T, the next plan. At what oh, point God. in time do people think that paying payments, you're paying the full price the freaking phone, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Do math, people. Oh my God! And do you You're know? I did not realize that these freaking phones were like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, they only cost about six bucks to make. But I thought phones were yeah. like free. They give you the phone so you use their service. I thought that's where they made their money. And people Hell can't do no. math because they're teaching Common Core. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, there you go. Yeah. Boom. It's conspiracy. Yeah. Well, I got a buddy. I got a buddy that's uh, sort of a higher up. A Verizon, like a manager guy, whatever. Now you tell me. <clears throat> he'll tell. Well, he'll tell you it, the, the whole thing is just an absolute scam from top to bottom. Like all of it. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I felt yeah. like I was I so mean, all, ass raped after that, I left there. To talk to a guy that actually does it every day for a living, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just the whole thing's a scam." Yeah. The phones, the plans, you know, the spiel, all of it. The store. Pretty miraculous. <laughs> yeah. How you two, you could go into a plan, I think, and get a, a like an AT and T phone or Verizon, and it was. Just it was a certain cost, but now they're like, "Oh, well, we have the next plan." But when you sit and do the math, you're paying more and paying the but full price. But if you get that the, phone, phone, you've got to get this new data plan, and you got to add these gigabytes to it, and you got to get this this adapter that your old adapters don't work anymore. And see, the thing is, um, math was never meant to be creative. You know, that's for poetry and English and writing and stuff like that. <laughs> right. They started getting creative with math. That's when everything went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, life proof points around. Life proof cases fixed that for the iPhone though. You know that uh, wonderful little lightning charger they supposedly have for all the iPhones. Well, if you Never get a charging case for life, yeah. well, the, for the life proof case for iPhone, the uh, charger case, it actually goes back to the old connector for the uh, Verizon phones. 
I got me an otter box for mine, and it's like freaking a tank. It looks. You got yourself a what? An otter box for my phone. Oh, otter box. Yeah. Yeah. I said I want something that's going to protect this sucker, be almost bulletproof. So you know what I'm going to do with it now? Shoot it. No, I'm going to. I'm going to carry it around in your hand all the time because you can't put it in anything. No, I can't. It's huge. It's huge. It's ginormous. (laughs) But I'm going to hydro dip that mofo. So you're going to test the bulletproofness. <laughs> Not with the phone in it. <laughs> that damn thing cost me an arm and a leg. Holy crap. Dip it through uh, dip Dizzy Whistle, whatever we call it. Yeah, Dip Dizzy Whistle. <clears throat> yeah. Hydro Dip Dizzy Whistle. All right, so my next jack wagon, I've got two, and this one's actually from uh, a listener, and uh, it's from, from Chuck, our number one lead head. We, we've designated him number one, and he has recommended... That we throw, where'd it go? CNN on the uh, jack wagon train. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. And, I thought they were already there. They yeah. were. Here's the story. So, Aren't they driving it? <laughs> yeah. The conductor. No, no yeah. Hillary, Hillary and Obama are driving it. <laughs> they're like they're like the the engineers of the train. But all sure. right, so this is a recent story here. Uh, a Milwaukee police shooting victim. I'm sure you guys have heard about that. CNN was caught selectively editing mm. the message oh, yeah. to protesters from the sister of the Milwaukee police shooting victim. Yeah. And here's how the story goes. CNN has been caught selectively editing the controversial statements of Cheryl Smith, the sister of Milwaukee police shooting victim Sylvester the Cat Smith. Uh, who told protesters to take their violence to the suburbs. In a package that aired Monday morning, the network, after misidentifying her as Kimberly Neal, one of 23-year-old Silaville's other sisters, took portions of Smith's profanity-laced statement out of context to make it look like she was calling for peace, (laughs) Newsbusters pointed out. Mm. So here's a quote. It says, Burning down ain't gonna help nothing. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all burning down sh- we need in this community. Take that sh- to the servers. Burn that sh- down. We need our sh- <laughs> We need our weaves. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing that they burned down her favorite salon. At uh, some point. I don't know. She had an appointment <laughs> the next day. Uh, Smith told protesters Sunday after a night of unrest in Milwaukee. <laughs> high class. High class. <laughs> So it says, despite what the victim's sister actually said, though, CNN's Anna Cabrera reported that Smith was calling for peace and and then left out the critical part from her broadcast soundbite. Don't bring the violence here and the ignorance here was the only part of Smith's comments that were aired by CNN and the only part that was included in the online version of the story. Wow. Maybe they just spelled peace wrong. Maybe she was... Maybe they were implying they already had enough ignorance. It could. <laughs> Excellent point. Throwing that out there. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Let's see where it sticks. You mean so? So the, the bottom line is CNN doctored up something to make it. I don't believe you. The, I don't think CNN would do something. The like that. media, yeah, the <laughs> media. The actually, Clinton News Network. You got to be kidding me. Really? <laughs> oh, CNN wow. Clinton yeah. News Network. Nice. So that is our uh, listener. Appointed Jack Wagon this week, CNN, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw what's her name, Sheryl uh, Smith, on there too. There you go. Wow. She had an appointment. She had a date. 
the the part that makes me mad during all this, if we had a real, I shouldn't say this because it's a military thing, but if we had a real commander in chief, he would stand up and say, "Stop." Yeah, That's well, ridiculous. You lead the country from the front. You don't lead it from the rear. It wouldn't have been to this point uh, to begin with if we had a real leader. Right. That's what drives me crazy. But I mean, that's anyway. that's how all this, I mean, him inciting, he, he's the reason all this is where it's at right now is he's incited all this mm. uh, from the beginning. So welcome to the Jack Wagon Train, CNN, and specifically this chick reporter, Anna Cabrera. Well, she didn't do the editing, so whoever the editor was, <laughs> was... She yeah, just reads the words she signed the off on it, though. <laughs> she just asked, she asked the questions. She asked. <clears throat> All right, uh, you guys got anybody else? Mm. This has been a this has been a good jack wagon train this week. Yeah, uh, MSNBC. I don't know. There's there's a bunch. You want to throw all the <laughs> leftist uh, news? We could do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, just the other. Well, actually, it's been almost two weeks ago. It's a late late jack wagon style thing, but I actually heard Channel Four News call the AR-15 an assault rifle. Yeah, well, it's media. You know, that's know. what they do. I know. Usually they're not that terrible. And I completely like flipped my lid sitting here on the couch when I heard them say it. Man, every time I hear AR-15, okay, I got one. Every time I hear AR-15, it makes me think of the last uh, Captain America Civil War, okay? Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> so I couldn't help but notice in the beginning of the movie whenever uh, they've got uh, the, they're chasing uh, crossbones and those guys that are trying yeah. to steal the bio weapons or whatever, you know. Yeah, and he calls them out. He says, "We got yeah, this many yeah, things," and they're yeah, they're they're heavily armed with AR-15s. AR-15s, yeah. And I'm like, oh my, that's such liberal liberal propaganda right there in the movie. And then you got Tony Stark like funding MIT, you know, oh <laughs> socialism for everybody, you know. I'm like, come on, you know. Yeah, that. So there you go. Yeah, well, that's at least it. they didn't call them Civil assault War. rifles, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood indoctrination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's to think that all your old heroes are the ones of the biggest, you know, liberals like Rambo? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> yeah. man! I can't believe you. I used to sit on the couch with my dad and watch First Blood. Are you <laughs> kidding me, man? Come on. Uh, and, and Matt Damon, the born. Oh yeah, yeah. He went on some rant. Biggest about hypocrite. Australia doing things right, right? Yeah, exactly. He yeah. made it. He made it. Uh, he's on the jack wagon train. So. All right. So Sylvester Stallone. I feel yeah. better then. <laughs> I'll sleep tonight. All right, guys. That's it for our jack wagon train. Another super long uh, train, but the the gunny can handle it. <laughs> he's got big shoulders. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. 
All done. right, so so let's get back to, and talk a little bit more about uh, Three Gun. And uh, so you guys, you just you just finished up with the the pro am up at Rock Castle, and, and I know you got all of y'all are scheduled for for many more through different parts of the country. I'm actually headed back up to Rock Castle this weekend, uh, and by the time everybody hears this, I've I will have already been there. Uh, but I'm going to cover the um, charity shoot that they're having for the Night Stalkers. Uh, up there this week uh, and that's the 160th special operations aviation regiment uh, based out of fort campbell they're having a, a little fundraising shoot for one of their uh, organizations that helps supports uh their wounded and uh what would you say people within their regiment that need help this should be a good time they're gonna it's a two-gun competition is what they're gonna have try to get casey to go with me but he's gonna be going where's it you're going I'm still undecided right now. There's a match in uh, Jackson, Tennessee at TSF, where there's one at Canyon Precision with Jason Redding. Okay. It's an all pistol match, so I don't, I don't know. But I'm gonna go. Know. I'm gonna take the studio up there, and I'm gonna do some interviews, and uh, hopefully get some cool stories from some of those guys from the 160th. I'm sure they will have very entertaining stories. Maybe they have a very lengthy history behind them. <laughs> uh, there's another big war too. Well, not really a. It was a conflict that turned into a war, and I, I, you probably know what it is. So hopefully we'll get some good stories <laughs> from those guys. What do you got coming up, Chad? Uh, on the schedule, most of the stuff I've got for the next couple months is just marketing stuff. Just marketing stuff? Marketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. related. Got to pay the bills. Well, you got, um, you're going to go to the Iraq vet shoot, right, in October? First October? Sure. You're going to that, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, I always go, but it's always last minute. Yeah, and then um, do you guys yeah, do you guys fun. do the big three? Big three East. I lost somebody. I don't uh, know here. Call drop. Chad dropped the call. Drop the ball. Drop the ball. Chad's mm. Chad's dropping balls. Let the beat drop. <laughs> mm. So, what other tricks do you know about Glocks, Nick? Send it to agency. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, yeah, they're, they're expensive as hell. <laughs> and they're good though. They are. They are. They're ex- damn. <laughs> um, I like the front, I like front serrations on my Glock. I do too, because I like the grab up there. Yes. I, I do too. And then, uh, oh, I've got S3F barrels in mine. They're good barrels. Of course, Glock is a good barrel, but if you want to upgrade the barrel, that S3F barrel is good. Um, That's adjustable sites. Adjustable I got sites Dawson's. Necessary. Adjustable. Yeah. That's where I run. Okay. Here he oh, is. There's, there's Chad. Chad. Chatty Chad. Did you did you say Shad? I said Chatty Chad. Hey fellas, sorry, I, I don't know what happened there. There he is. Okay. I'm back. Hey, no problem. All right, so I think we we're talking about where everybody's going to shoot next. So, um, <clears throat> Nick. Yeah. Where Where are you headed next to uh, Lake House? Yeah, we're going to the Lake House. We're going to the Generation Three Gun in Osage Beach, Missouri. Missouri. Misery. It's going to be awesome. The weather's there. The weather there is always good. The uh, the venue is awesome. Uh, if it had a lodge, it would be just as much fun as Rock Castle, but they don't have a lodge. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, Maybe there's one to come. And then, uh, let's see, the week after that, I'll be in West Virginia for the NRA World Championship. Um, at VIR? Nice. No, the, no? Uh, no. at Peacemaker. Oh, that's that's in Peacemaker. October. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we'll see. After that, I got two night matches coming up. I got the Walking Dead uh, 
night match, and then uh, Starlight Championship after that. Where's The Walking Dead? Uh, it is up in Crescent, Texas. Uh, so Sweet. It's uh, about I love that range in Dallas. Hey, I got a question. Um, what does everyone think of these uh, new Daniel Defense 32-round mags? 32-round mags? Isn't that what a P-mag is? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I'm getting right away. That's what all of mine are, yeah. I just keep yeah. stuffing them in there until it stops. Did they so, give those away at the uh, Rock Castle? Yeah, I've gotten yeah. one in like a couple or last couple of matches. So how were the prizes? They look pretty awesome at the at the event. Uh, Tim won, and he got a surgeon rifle. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. And, uh, let's see. I think after that, it was a mixture of some AR-15s and uh, a couple of pistols, a little higher-end pistols. Uh, there was a kel shotgun on the prize table, I saw. I saw a CMR, yeah. too. Yeah. A what? A PMR, yeah. Oh, really? You had a PMR yeah. and a CMR? No, it was a PMR... Uh, KSG sub 2000. There may be a multiples of those, but I think, uh, a lot of that stuff went on the amateur table. Yeah. I heard that amateur table was pretty stacked. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, I didn't it see it, but I heard yeah. it was, it was extremely stacked. I could have swore I saw a CMR on there because I was like, I'm going to just, there, if I can't, there may have been. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I don't <laughs> do that part. What'd you walk off with, Nick? I thought you walked off with a rifle. Yeah, it was a rifle. Uh, one of the piston Adams arms, I think. Nice. nice. You know what? Nordic had an upper on one of the as one of on the uh, amateur table. Uh, they, they had really? a complete. They had a complete rifle on the. Uh, did they? Yeah, on the pro table. So I had no idea. Did you know that they, they didn't were? Even tell us. I know. <laughs> oh, it looked pretty good too. It was a nice looking rifle. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for telling us, bud. Yeah. <laughs> so we could pimp y'all out. <laughs> no, I had no idea they had any uh, any uh, sponsorships there. So. I didn't either. They didn't. That womp, they just womp, told me they were sending womp, me. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the competitions that you're most looking forward to coming up, Nick, go. Uh, competitions plural or the one competition? The 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 one that the. Like, uh, man, I gotta really go. I gotta go with Starlight. One. I gotta go Starlight uh, three gun because it's uh, about twenty minutes from my house at my home range and it's. Uh, in the dark, there's a live band playing the whole match. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the uh, they feed you good food, and uh, last year I won twenty grand. So hopefully, well, I, can yeah. hopefully I can repeat. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Who gives cash out on their three gun competition? Uh, it was it was Timney. It was the uh, inaugural Timney Cup. So one it happens to be one of my sponsors this year. But uh, yeah, they uh, they put up a whole bunch of money for the for the prizes last year and. Uh, I got my name engraved first on the inaugural Timney Cup. Nice. No, 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 guys. There's two O's in Goose. <laughs> <laughs> I think the plaque for the alternates is in the ladies' room. <laughs> Casey, that's me and you, buddy. There, there it is. That's it. <laughs> the, y'all definitely need to get hooked up with that uh, that three-gun competition. That oh, it's fun. Good. Lights and lasers and, you know, all the stages are lit up. With like red last year, they had red and blue lights pointed at everything. So really, you could shoot it without any lights on. But uh, you know, we all put big, super bright flashlights on our guns and run around with point lasers at everything. So it's, it's <laughs> Man, a lot that of sounds fun. sounds right up my alley. Yeah, and they had like a it was like a kind of like a jazz slash blues slash swing band playing. It was like a eleven piece band playing last year. It was awesome. Wow, that is badass. What month is that? When is that? Uh, it's the weekend of November twelfth, I think. 
November 12th. I think I'm free. Fly down here. Hells yeah. You can fly into Austin or fly into San Antonio. Both are about equal distance to the range. I may just hmm. bring the lead sled. How long are you yeah. from Tennessee? About a. Um, you're at south of Nashville, or where are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably 11 hours. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Hmm. Why would you do that? Just jump on an airplane. You need a co-pilot. Because I got this thing called the lead sled that's got Caltech's logo on it, and <laughs> if I drive it from Tennessee... I'll give you a freaking decal. Just bring it to, with you. To, to, Slap it on your luggage. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, hey, if he needs a co-pilot, I come with him. I have to bring all my three-gun gear too. Moving there, you go. Board. Hey, well, and here's the deal: you got to bring more than just your three-gun gear. Well, you don't have to, but uh, you can use whatever guns you want. Like everything's legal. Uh, there's no divisions or anything like that. So it's open plus open. Uh, so. <laughs> The only thing you can't do is the only the only thing you can't do is use like two pistols on one stage or whatever something like that. Yeah. You can use different pistols on each stage, or you can use different shotguns or what. I I just ran my regular gear last year. Uh, can you and, run double shotguns if you want to? Yeah, uh, you can't run two shotguns on one stage, <laughs> but you could run different shotguns for different stages. Like you could run a little SBR for one stage, or you could run a, a Sega for one stage, or you could run a Keltec for one stage. Whatever. Yeah, that would be. See, awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, like a a limited division. I'm gonna have a red dot on everything. That's what I'm used to with the military anyway. So that's a yeah freak, man. Hey, when he clashed the coffee USA, or I could get Keltec. I want to see somebody use a freaking <laughs> Python. Okay. <I'll- laughs> I am rethinking this now. So lead sled loaded up with whatever we want. Yes. Man. Yes. That is pretty sweet. Well, I mean, there's caliber restrictions. You know, you, you'd have to shoot 9mm or, or better, you know, Chad, whatever. you stuff drive like that. up to my house. Oh, can, oh yeah. We we'll can leave from my house and we'll head up there. But, dude, imagine imagine the uh, the Keltec shotgun with lasers on it, you know, just blasting that's, away. Yeah, oh, that's man. exactly what I that's was a, thinking. That's I what I'm thinking. thinking. <laughs> Starting out with 15. Or maybe yeah. the uh, the Glock sub two thousand with a can on it for some of the pistol stuff. Whoa! Heck yeah! Ooh. That'd be bad the, to the uh, bone. That would be awesome. Uh, the uh, yeah, I'm gonna run. I forgot to take them last year, but I'm gonna run thirty three round mags in my Glock this year. Uh, <laughs> probably have a couple That's different awesome. rifles set up. You know, a little bitty short one, and then a nice long one, and different That's optics and different lasers and whatever. That's what cool. About, Is there any long MBGs? Whoa! Too many people talking. <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> Everybody's excited. They're like, "Whoa!" One at a time. One at a time. Is My it long range? Like overload. lit up long range? Uh, probably out to two hundred, and the targets are lit, so you can see them in your optic. You know, dude, that is so cool. <laughs> Does anybody? Is it a partial night vision style thing too? Uh, you know, I don't know if they let you shoot with night vision. I know because Chuck Anderson runs it. I know when he shot or when he ran the crimson trace match which is what this is kind of the next step of um they would let people run it with night vision but uh it's i don't like know if they let you do that here. awesome three gun ever i would oh, so yeah. love to have a set of pb14s or something like that and do some mvg with a pack two or, or whatever they call it now I, the new yeah. the new ir lasers they they call them different things we ran with pack twos in iraq in 2004 and five so i don't know but you could totally take one filter off that thing and then use the other side as the laser. So you basically got a, a flashlight that's IR, right. and you don't need any flashlights if you're running MVGs. you just blown everybody's minds. <laughs> Silence. You I'm in. A pin drop. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> so now everybody's just added that one to their next gotta-do uh, competition. Yeah. Good luck getting in. <laughs> so, yeah, no yeah, I was just, was, was just going to ask you about uh, how many competitors and when does, like, 
you know, what's uh, the of clothes and all that? Uh, you know, there's probably uh, about a hundred and twenty at the for the main match, and then about another hundred that shoot with the ROs. I would guess, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, it opened probably six months ago, so you have to get. Oh yeah. Of, uh, yeah, you know, that's full. White well, maybe sure. you know they are they you know for sponsors or whatever they may uh, be able to get another couple people in or something. More what if we get Nordic? What if we get yeah, Nordic? That sounds awesome. Um, we need to send them the information, definitely. All of a yeah. sudden, the prize table goes through the roof, and there's like 280 competitors. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the prize table was ridiculous last year. I mean, it was uh, there was a there was a shoot off. Holy shit, for, twenty thousand dollars. Well, yeah. So that was the shoot off. Uh, at the end, the top five were in the shoot off for five grand. I, I won that, and then the just the match. Uh, first place was fifteen. Second place was. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but I think it was like five grand plus a rifle that was like three grand. Sweet. Uh, third place was like, I don't know, three thousand plus a rifle that was two thousand. And, uh, I think fourth place even paid like a thousand bucks. Um, what was like 43rd place? Cause that's probably where I went. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're I don't optimistic, know. I, man. <laughs> I got out of there before somebody jumped me. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, man, if it's anything like the pro am, the pro am prize table, Brandon walked off, uh, the guy that was shooting with us, Nick, Brandon Gibson. Yep. He walked off with a freaking Canic. Uh, that's like a $600 pistol. What, uh, nice. what place is it? I don't know what place he finished he in. He was like 68th or something. No, he was not. Yeah, he was too. There's I'm telling no you. way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Huh. I had to go back and look, but yeah. Huh. Man, 68 still getting a gun. You know, people wow. get all hung up on guns though. Oh yeah, you know, 68 getting a gun, but you know, I don't know. I don't, people people go uh, get hung up on like uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. I look at it as a bargaining chip. Well, yeah. Well, there's that too. Yeah. I'm but, just trade bait. You know, sometimes I'd rather get eight hundred dollars worth of stuff than a two hundred fifty dollar gun. Like right. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, depends on what type of firearm you get. I mean, if it's worth some money and you don't need oh, it, yeah. you've got great sponsors. I mean, that's yeah. You can always buy more gear if you need more gear, or trade it in or something. You know. Right. Yeah. Sell it. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, let's get back on track. <laughs> so, oh, we so, weren't? I thought we were. Chad, do you have, do you have a, uh, Excuse competition? Me. Excuse me. Yes, we'll sir. run the show from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> I just got all caught up in that, uh, that three gun count. That's like, that's Starlight awesome. three. Starlight that's because Twitter. it's the coolest thing ever. It is. It's, Marty, it we is so gotta hit up Nordic. They gotta sponsor it. Yeah. No I'm gonna start like planning vacation right now. There you go. So with that, we're not not counting Starlight or Starbright, first star I see tonight. <laughs> Chad, what's your upcoming event that you're most looking forward to? Uh, shoot, that's a good question. It is. Shot show? No. Uh, Shot show. <laughs> you know, I think uh, I just signed <laughs> up for um. Yeah, I know, right? The worst thing ever. <laughs> I just signed up for uh the um what is that? The Fort Benning multi gun mm-hmm. in December. Um. So pretty excited about that, but I mean, really, just anything the boss is willing to send me to. Yeah, you're just <laughs> so. happy to go, right? Absolutely. Yep. You just See, that's, that's where I need to be. It, yeah, I wish my boss was willing to send me to several things, but it doesn't work that way when you're fireman. <laughs> yeah. Call me the fireman. <laughs> Casey, well, what are you looking forward to? What you got coming up? You know, I I don't, don't know. say I'm Jackson either. Um, <laughs> Jackson don't count. And no, no, no. But they do put on a good match, though. I give them some props. But um, the uh, but actually, it was the Fort Benning 
the match. I actually plan to go to it. You going to that one too? I got plans to. I don't know. Okay. If, I don't know though. Cause like when I is said, that one, guys? When's Fort Benning? Uh, third to the fourth? first through fourth of December. First through fourth. Yeah. Oh, it's in yeah. December. Okay. I'm a little confused about something going on there, but hopefully I get straightened out. So last year there was uh, pretty much no prize table. Mm-mm. And, uh, Are you serious? Yeah. And then this year on the website it says minimal prize table, but yet the mm-hmm. match sponsorship to get in is 25000 in product and 5000 in cash. And then the low, like the lowest level sponsorship is 9,000 in product and a thousand in cash. So I'm kind of wondering where that money's going and where all those products are going. <laughs> hey, I've got an alternative yeah. for you, Chad. <laughs> Lay it on me. Not a match. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to the USAMU so they can get our asses again every year. <laughs> yeah. More ammo for Horner to practice. Yeah, so, I mean, we're not sponsoring the match because that's just ridiculous. Um, but the entry fee is like 120 bucks or something. It's cheap. So, and it's it's right down the street from us, basically. So, yeah, we're just so, going to drive up. And the match itself, I mean... It's in uh, Florida? No, no, it's in Georgia. <clears throat> oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, Fort Benning. It's actually at Fort it's Benning. It's at Fort so. Benning, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so the... Um, the the match I looked up you know the videos and stuff from last year and talked to some friends that shot it and they said it was just super fun so mm-hmm. you know it, it looked like a good time so it looked kind of like Iron Manish almost yeah there's not a ton of like physical stuff it kind of looks that way but it it wasn't yeah it's not it's nothing like Iron Man um, but I don't know stage designs look pretty cool so it, it looks like a good time I got a good friend that has a house right there in Fort Benning's backyard so. You know, it's just an excuse to go up, shoot a fun match, and have a good time with yeah. some buddies. Well, I got I got two good friends down there, um, Patrick and Ryan Franks. Uh, oh shoot yeah, for the, shoot for the USAMU. So yeah, nice. Okay. Oh, and Chad, I just wanted to congratulate you on your uh, eight-year friendship with Jason. Thanks. <laughs> Did I pop up on Facebook as a notification? Yeah. <laughs> Jason the Killer from Friday the Thirteenth, or Jason. Oh, Jason, I've known that kid since I was, like, six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on it's on your Facebook page. Oh. Jason okay, and well. Chad are celebrating eight years of friendship on Facebook. <laughs> 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 hey, Nick, is this the real you? That's me. I just sent okay. it to Okay, I got yeah, to ask because I got all these fake ones now, especially from Three Gunners. It's weird. So, ISIS. Freaking just, creepers, man. Right? I know, right? ISIS all the time. Not, I get Not every- today, ISIS. No, <laughs> not today. Not today. Man, speak of which, that video is hilarious. Matt Best, the one where he's in the shower and he's like, <laughs> got the 249. Not today, Isis. Not today. <laughs> I love it. Have y'all seen Range 15? <laughs> yes. I need to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so stupid. It's hilarious. It's awesome. Well, you I wasn't expecting it. it to be like, you know. Uh, freaking yeah there's no academy award winners there <laughs> right <laughs> all the celebrity camos that are in it it's great it's awesome i'm not gonna ruin it and tell you who's in it but yeah i'm gonna yeah. have to watch it for sure you're gonna <clears throat> love it is that um jim Irwin with you that's jim Irwin. are you talking to me yeah is yeah your, i know jim your, your profile picture uh what my profile picture is <laughs> no, just me chad no chad enos no it's you and jim Irwin's right there Oh, you're talking about the banner, yeah. Yeah, that was for uh, Veteran Sportsman's Alliance. We took a... You see the other guy standing next to me? On the left? Um, yeah, he's a Team 6 guy that we yeah. took out on a hog hunt. Okay. Yeah, he... He um, looks familiar. I think I may know. What's his name? 
Uh, yeah, he's still working. So yeah. And in <laughs> fact, I, I can't believe he let me. Yeah, I was gonna say why ain't that blurted out? But no, I yeah. saw Irwin on there. It's like fuck, that's Jim. Yeah, yeah. That was a uh, dude. That was one of the one of the best uh, weeks I've ever spent with a group of people. Man, it was it was amazing. Cool. And we got to shoot that Shytac rifle at the bottom there. <laughs> we were shooting at a at a boulder, uh, about a I don't know, maybe five feet in diameter if you could give it a diameter. It's odd shape, but it was like a five foot boulder at about four hundred yards, and we broke it in half with that rifle. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we just kept shooting at it until it just fell apart. <laughs> That's cool. It was awesome. And now it's time for the Talking Lead, which is unsponsored segment right now. Facts to fight the myth. Brought to you by Keltec. Today, brought to you by Keltec. <laughs> All right, and so, and I think our our guest Nick has something hunting related for us today. Nick, what do you got? So uh, lately, I've been doing a lot of hunting at night, hunting predators and pigs and everything like that. Just uh, trying to get rid of some of the pests, you know, around for local ranchers. And um, I don't remember who I was talking to. Somebody it may have just been in passing, like we were going out hunting, and ran into somebody at a convenience store, and they're basically giving us a bunch of crap for going out and blasting small furry animals. Uh, <laughs> but in specific, we were talking about fox, right? Uh -huh. And uh, gray fox down here and uh a lot of people you know don't really know why you'd want to go shoot some fox other than they're fur bears and there's people that skin them and sell their hide or whatever but uh other than that they're like detrimental to the turkey population and i just learned this about uh two years ago okay um uh, because you know we've all we've always gone out and shot them because they're a predator or you know they're a varmint and whatever mm -hmm. uh, and there's no seed no close season on them or whatever but like coyotes uh, yeah, you know, and uh, coyotes are bad for the turkey too, but here's the crazy part is gray fox can climb trees, right? Mm. So uh, they have retractable claws mm. like a cat, and they'll get up there and they'll chase the turkey around until they get tired and huh. uh, and they'll latch on. But they'll, they also eat the eggs, so anytime they lay, uh, lay a, a clutch of eggs, then the fox will get in there and just tear them up. So anyway, fun fact, uh, shooting fox uh, is actually beneficial to the turkey population. Very good. Nice. And we can't go Thanksgiving without turkeys, so. That's boom. true. There you go, full circle. That's true. Thir Thanksgiving would no longer exist. Can anybody <laughs> tell me how many pounds of turkey are consumed during Thanksgiving? Oh, man. Um, do you know, I mean, do you have the fact? No, I don't. I was just, I, I was asking. <laughs> I'm going to go with a billion. That could be a good trivia question. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to think, how many people are in the U.S., right? 300 million people. Uh, yeah, but you they figure... don't celebrate it just in... Well, yeah, yeah, that's true, but, you, you know... military overseas. And... Well, I mean, I'm just thinking round numbers here, so... Let me see if there's a uh, Google number on this. I'm going to go with... Well, we all got to get our guesses in before you give us the fact. All right, all right. Uh, let's get so, your guesses. All right, let me do some math in my head. <laughs> Give me a give me the give me a number of turkeys, not uh, pounds. Oh, number so, of turkeys. Yeah. How many turkeys do you think are consumed? Oh well, that changes things. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifty million. Okay, fifty million. I don't want to hear any keyboards clicking. 
I see Casey uh, staring at the computer screen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Um, Busted. We're talking worldwide on Thanksgiving, right? Or yeah, just on, th- on just Thanksgiving, not Christmas and Easter. And I'll give you a fun fact while everybody's thinking about it. In, All right. In India, uh, Americans that celebrate Thanksgiving over there eat uh, peacocks. I heard peacocks good because huh. they don't have turkeys. Yep, and they're about the same size and. They're a bird. <laughs> They're tasty. I want to lowball it. I'm going to go 35. They, they taste Nick. good with gravy. 35? All right. Casey's 35. You're going lowball? Yeah. 35 million. That's what I was. 35 yeah. million is a lowball? I thought lowball low was like $1, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go high then. I'll say. You don't want to split the difference? Man, I want to say 50, but that's what. Isn't that what you said, Nick? He said, that's what I, I said. I got 50, I got 35. Uh, all right, I go fifty-five. Fifty-five you're, you're million. Going fifty-five. I think we're all high. He, uh, Casey's low, <laughs> and you two are high. Oh, that means I win. I'm closest. You are. It's forty-six million. <laughs> Boom! So oh, you almost man. nailed oh. it, Nick. What I win from Caltech? <laughs> <laughs> and hey, tell them what they've won, Don Pardo. <laughs> Private message me. I'll send you a swag pack. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-six million turkeys are eaten each Thanksgiving. Twenty-two million on Christmas, and nineteen million on Easter. I didn't know turkey was big on Easter. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't either. I thought people ate rabbits. Rabbits <laughs> 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 <Lamets> and eggs. <laughs> Seven hundred thirty-six million pounds of turkey were consumed in the United States in two thousand eleven. That's not oh, even man, an updated yeah. number. There's a bunch uh, more turkey eaters in America since then. Well, That's I was crazy. close on my pounds. Is that the poundage you were going? I said a billion, but yeah, a billion. Enough. That's damn near <laughs> it. It's probably Dang. close to that now. Yeah, maybe. that was uh, 2011 stats. What makes you think it went up? Because the population has gone up. Hmm. Immigrants have come yeah. in since. Yeah, then. <laughs> I was going to say with those, the people coming in probably don't celebrate yeah. Uh, yeah. those holidays. Not. Um, but they eat turkey. <laughs> huh. They love them some turkey and chicken. Yeah. Well, it's on sale. Sure. That's the key. Even if you're not celebrating, it's on sale. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's the cheap meat of the day. Well, all right. Anybody else want to have another fact to fight the myth? We're going to wrap that section up. No yeah. other interesting facts? Come on. Nothing, boys. Come on, Casey. Give us something, Casey. Give us something about, uh, about Glock from the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Glock from the weekend? Uh, I don't know. Run a lighter spring if you're shooting lighter loads. That's all I know. So the fact would be you can change the recoil spring in a Glock and have better success. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and you know what, though? That is funny that you say that because I did read that on Glock's actual webpage. Somebody put that on Glock's page that the uh, Glock 34 comes with a 17-pound spring factory. And he was having the same problem that I was having, Nick. And his he said he put a either a 14 or a 15-pound, which doesn't really make much, but Put that in, and it started working better. Well, and it's, it's not even not even running lighter loads. You're running 147 uh, grain bullet going well, like 950 or something like that. I mean, that's yeah. still that's still pretty high power factor. You know, it's over minor. So, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you could run a Glock with a ham sandwich in it. I've seen yeah, that. Right. I've seen it <laughs> I with saw peanut that on butter. AK. That was the AK, wasn't it? Yeah, I've seen yeah, a Glock run too. There's this dude I think a Glock that'll a ham sandwich too. There's this dude that baked one. He put it in. Like caramel and peanut butter. I don't know. He baked it. Have you seen that? 
That's no. awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, and then he t- pulled it out and he tried to shoot it, and it shot it, like one you, round. So oh. he didn't try to shoot it. He was successful in shooting it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw that. It's an old video, right? Yeah, it's old. Yeah. Well, I it's saw awesome. uh, Iraq Vet try to try to cook one off. He put um, he had a full auto. Was that a Glock 18 or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or 17 had conversion. Twelve. He had 1,200 rounds in stick mags, and he just went one after another until the gun oh, was literally yeah. eating itself from the inside, and it kept it just kept firing. I saw that they had to replace the uh, guide rod, right, with a steel guide yes. rod about halfway through. Yeah, I yep. saw that. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that failed was the guide rod melted, and then when they put the steel guide rod in, it kept going. Yeah, it just kept wow. on going. It was white hot. Yeah, he's had. I think he was wearing like uh, oven mitts or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Love. All right, good fact to fight the myth there, Nick. We appreciate that. You got it. We didn't talk about gear. And, we didn't um, at all. We'd- how are we going to wrap this up without talking about gear? All right, we got to talk about gear. Got to plug a couple of sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freedom Munitions. Right. Boom. So let's let's get into the gear that these guys use in their three gun competitions. And I guess you know it depends on the competition on what uh, you gear up for, but. Um, for a basic three gun competition, who wants to go first? Just give us your loadout. Chad, you go first. Question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you mean like we're talking about all of our gear? Yeah. Your shell holders, your holsters, <coughs> your your shoes. I mean everything. Okay, holsters Shirts, I made pants. in a toaster oven in my garage. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no joke. They work though. Uh. I run Warren Scope Mounts, Vortex Optics, uh, of course, Freedom Munitions. Um, I shoot the Celtic RDB from my rifle. Um, uh, shoot do, you mod it out? do you mod out the KSG? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a little tricked out. What do you I do mean, to it? Yeah, j- well, just some little work on the inside, polishing some things up, lightening some things up, and then um, you know, just put a, I got a comp on it. And other than that, basically everything's cosmetic. It just looks cooler than anything out of the box. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, uh, for shotgun, I run a Benelli M2 that, uh, James Casanova so graciously tricked out for me, uh, here pretty recently. And I've always hated the shotgun. I mean, I've just kind of, it's one of those guns I've always dealt with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now I'm becoming an addict. I'm starting to love it. <clears throat> so digging it's growing that. Growing on <clears throat> you a little bit. Yep. And then for pistol, uh, go back and forth between, um, uh, Glock 17 and an STI kind of depends on the match and conditions and stuff. Because what have you done to your Glock? STIs aren't cheap, and no. I try not to try not no. to get it as you know muddy and dirty as possible. <laughs> so what have you done to your Glock? Uh, the Glock? Not much. I just got a Zev trigger system in it and some uh, uh, Terran tactical sights, and then uh, Zev, you know, Magwell thing. You got your big sweetie in there with that. you, don't you? What's that? You got your big sweetie in the room with you, don't you? Somebody's got their dog with them. I hear it. Oh, Charlie, yeah. Yeah, he wants to go out. I'm ignoring him. (laughs) He'll shit on the carpet. (laughs) 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 Don't ignore that. And then uh, carbon arms. Um, I just use carbon arms, you know, backbones, pinwheels, belt stuff, et cetera, et cetera. So So do you find that uh, there are certain gloves or anything like that that you wear during your competitions that help you out? Uh, I don't wear gloves. No gloves? Okay. No. What about any kind of like uh, brace or anything like that for your arm or your wrist or 
Nothing. I feel like this is a trick question. Is there Come on, a- the only the only time you're <laughs> allowed to wear gloves is when you're like resetting steel targets. That's, yeah, and, and <laughs> let's get rid of Mark. That's a set of God mechanics. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what about? I actually, uh, I actually used to wear a glove because I used to do stronghand reloads with the shotgun, and I'd wear a glove just in case the gun rolled over on my hand because that happened to me one time. Ouch. I got scared, so I wearing a glove. But um, I've since switched makes- to doing weekend so the uh when you wear a glove it makes your limp your wrist a little limp <laughs> it'll go limp wrist <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's all i got and then you know running magpul mags what kind that's of ammo you, you're running uh freedom munitions okay yeah they 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 take care of us so just you know um jansen's a uh, friend of mine so we just you know it's not it's not like a contract or anything like that but if we need ammo for a big match they'll drop ship it for us and take care of us like last minute and stuff so cool i, I always give props to them and it's good ammo you know it runs and you use uh warren scope mounts correct yep yeah awesome yeah casey well me uh i get let's see for the belt i actually wear blade tech um uh, Mr. Wagner, Blade Tech's a really, really nice guy. He's actually helped me. He's outfitted me with all the gear that I needed for, uh, uh, as far as, you know, holsters, the belt, uh, mag pouches on that end, uh, the tech locks and, uh, TMMS systems. Those are really, really nice for changing out your gear real quick on your belt. Uh, cause you can just pull it, pop it right off and put something else on, like Invictus practical holsters and stuff, you know, holders for your shells and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course I'm, Switching over slowly to the Glocks, uh, I just I've found that they just fit my hand better. You know, it's kind of one of those things. The more I, I'm still fairly fresh in three gun, um, the more things that you shoot, try, and do, you realize that you uh, had a different taste for something you didn't even know it. Jack, um, what were you running before, Casey? Uh, Smith and Wesson. Oh, the MPs. Yeah, the MMP, Uh, you know, had I've had got one tricked out by Apex. Um. With the red flatty, Ford set red flatty and, uh, the apex barrel. Um, and it, it actually shoots really good. That's just, I've just found that the Glock just, something about it just sits flat in my hand. And I don't know how to explain it, not fighting it, just going with it because it works. <laughs> um, it's part of the game to figure out what, what works for you for sure. Uh, believe me, I would like to have 2011s, but, uh, haven't gotten deep, po- deep pockets yet. Um, but, uh, other than that, you know, of course, I run the Mossberg shotguns, the JM Pro 930. Uh, it's it's a good shotgun, and then of course Nordic Components, primary sponsor. Uh, use their rifle. Uh, you're using like a, uh, using Nordic Components on your shotgun too. Yeah, yeah, that and the tube extensions and yeah. uh, and all that. So, so you're not all, just using stock. You you go and you you guys are you know you're modding out these guns with different companies' accessories and things to help you, you know, with your accuracy, with your additional Ammunition loads, you know. Yeah. So my, talk talk am, about that, too. Well, my ammunition sponsor I've got is Detroit Ammunition. Um, Etsio does some really good work with ammo. Um, I, anything that I really want made, he'll make for me, and that's that's the cool part about it. He's, he's also an RN in Detroit, so we have war stories going back and forth about what I do at work at the fire hall and what he's doing as an RN. He's an ER nurse uh, in Detroit, so he know he sees a lot of stuff. Um, got to test but, some uh, of those new loads. <laughs> but um, Detroit, yeah. But if I ask for like a, if you know, he makes me some specialty bullets like fifty-five grain uh, Hornady V Maxes, or I'm actually going to try out some new stuff, some sixty-eight uh, Boat Tail Hollow Points from Hornady, and see how they work. 
and he loads them. And, I can tell uh, you how they work. They work much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, especially when you're hitting steel at a long range because there's no question whether you hit it or not. Um, well, that and they buck, they buck the wind a lot better and they just fly straighter. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he... He's pretty flawless on his on his loads. Um, I've not had any malfunctions with pistol ammo at all, as far as like just not firing or any of that. So it's he's they make some solid ammo. As long as you I, don't lean up against the two before. Yeah, You're well, fine. you know, yeah, with my shotgun, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they don't really do a lot of shotgun stuff. They do subsonic slugs. Uh, their big specialty is a lot of subsonic ammo, which is fun in silencers. But um, you know, he he makes hot. Load five five six. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, that's pretty much uh pretty much it on that end. I mean, as far as gear goes. Yeah. So. Nick. Yes, sir. Hit us. Oh, where do you want to start? Let's start with uh, your toes and work our way up. All right. <laughs> All right. So I like to trim my nails the week before the match. <laughs> that's crucial. That you is crucial. You don't want toe jam going on down there. Um, no ingrown. So. I've worn uh, the Solomon Spike Cross for probably the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty awesome. They're made for uh, running on ice. So they have these little carbide spikes in the bottom of them that do really good on like wet wood surfaces, which we tend to find ourselves on a lot for some reason. Interesting, <laughs> yes. Uh, and they're not too bad on concrete. If we're on just a sidewalk, then I'll switch back to regular tennis shoes. But, uh, you know, if you're on like... Mixed rocks or whatever, it's not, they're not bad, so. Cause that's something, I mean, that's something that's really overlooked in this competition. Cause you gotta have some, you gotta have some good, sure feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. These, I mean, these you, courses. You wipe out while you're running with a gun, you know, it can be bad for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Rock, Rock Castle this year was a perfect example of that. Yeah. yeah sure. I don't think it, it wouldn't matter what you were wearing this weekend or nah, Rock well, Castle. There was a guy who uh, had, he, he switched out and put some cleats on. And running downhill in the mud, it looked like he was—he had no problem. It looked like it was perfectly dry for him. Yeah, if uh, if I had to pick one shoe to wear for the weekend at Rockcastle this weekend, it probably would have been like some metal baseball cleats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Some something that digs but doesn't doesn't gum up or anything, some you know. Mudder tires. Yeah. Yeah, but you know they're general overall a good shoe. They wear out pretty quick. Uh, is my biggest complaint. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, pants we're wearing uh, this year. The uh, Cobalt team is wearing 5.11s. Uh, we're wearing the Strike pants. They're cool. nice and flexible. You know, whenever you get down in position, you get a nice bend in the knee. Um, let's see, belt I'm wearing a CR Speed. Uh, and I'm not really particular on a belt as long as it's a good uh, rigid belt, you know. Yeah. Holds up well. Uh, and then we're wearing uh, our jerseys from Techwear. You know, they're, in my opinion, the best jerseys out there. Um Absolutely. The uh, let's see, how about rifle? So shoot, uh, shooting the Cobalt Kinetics rifle, the BAMF uh, Edge, which is kind of a hybrid between uh, the two guns that they've come out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I mean, Evolve everything. And the yeah, right. Uh, everything, everything's made in house. You know, it's awesome. Uh, which brake do you have on yours? It's it's also Cobalt Kinetics brake. So we're all running the. You know, that's what's so awesome about the gun is everything's made in house other than, uh, like the barrel, the bolt carrier group, the parts kit, the trigger, um, and really that's about it. You and know, the one that you're running is it got all the, uh, the patented features that, uh, the Cobalt's famous for with the drop mag and the dual. So uh, bolt we hadn't started, drop. we hadn't started running those yet. 
they're still like pre-production, just tweaking those uh, to get them just right. But I'm running the one that's the dual drop, so it's got the uh, it's got the double forward or double uh, forward assist that are also bolt releases. Right. Um, which I actually used uh, this past weekend in uh, in Kentucky on a stage. I can't remember. We had one stage where uh, I think it was the one where you slide through the tube. We could start with it locked open. And it just, it's so nice to be able to jam that mag in and at the same time have your thumb on the forward assist and, and you can drop the bolt almost simultaneously. So, you know, we're talking fractions of a second, but fractions of a second are what win, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, on the rifle, I got the, uh, Warren scope mount, of course. Um, let's see, I'm running a Swaro one to six. Uh, Timney trigger. Timney's one of my sponsors. Proof research. Uh, it's funny. Proof Research was my sponsor last year and this year also, but uh, whenever we were talking about the Cobalt guns, Cobalt was like, yeah, we're going to run these Proof Barrels if everybody's cool with it. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm cool with it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, extra ka for me. <laughs> well, it's the, it's the carbon fiber barrel, you know, so, I mean, it's super light. Yes. Uh, it's it's about a half a pound lighter um, than a regular barrel. That's so, huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you cut a half a pound out of the end of the gun, and it just balances so nice. Um, Badass. Shooting, uh, shooting gorilla ammo through that thing. Gorilla's a, uh, uh, a smaller, moderate size, uh, precision rifle or precision ammo manufacturer. Where are uh, they out of? They're, uh, in Florida. Okay. They, uh, I'm shooting, uh, for everything under 300 yards, I'm shooting 55 grains, uh, that are, I mean, they shoot a nice tight group, but like we've already discussed, the 69s cut the wind a little bit better and, the 69s that Gorilla is making are their uh, Sierra Botel hollow points, and they're the Match Kings, or uh, and they're just like laser beams. I mean, they're coming out at like 20, 28, 50, or 2,900 or something. Them, it's crazy. Proven bullets, yep. Over yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Um, let's see, shooting pistol ammo from them too. They've got uh, self defense round out right now. They're loading me um, match ammo and practice ammo. They don't have that available. Uh, to the public, but I'm shooting basically the equivalent of what their self-defense load is, uh, ballistically. So, um, let's see, what else? Pistol, I'm shooting the Agency Arms Glock. We already mentioned that a little bit. Um, the, uh, you know, it's got, uh, front serrations, slides lightened. Uh, it's got an RMR cut or an optic cut, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's got an agency trigger in it, which is the absolute best trigger I've ever felt in a Glock. When they sent it to me, I put it on the, 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 uh, the weight, you know, to test the pull and the it, pull, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a, a pound. Uh, the first one they sent me was a pound and a quarter. Uh, <laughs> oh. the second one, the second one they sent me was a pound and three quarter. And I just changed some parts around a little bit, uh, and got them both to a pound and a half. Cause I just wanted them just both exactly the same. And, uh, it's, I mean, incredibly smooth. Uh, still a good reset, so I, I was yeah super excited wow. about. Do you do that. anything with your grip? Uh, yeah, so they reduce the grip. They uh, they take the front uh, finger grooves off, you know, so it doesn't. Uh, basically, the gun doesn't determine where you put your hand. You know, your hand and your grip does. Um, right. And then they they undercut the trigger. They'll either do a single or a double undercut. Mine's a single. I don't I don't pref- I prefer the single over the double. Uh, and then they can take the, uh, like right where the beaver tail is, they can take that a little bit higher if you want. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's all, and it's all stippled and everything like that. So they do, I mean, it's a hundred percent custom gun. Uh, it's S3F solutions barrel in it. Uh, and there, I mean, it's just a tack driver. We were shooting earlier today, shooting six inch, the little tombstone targets mm-hmm. at like 40 yards, you know, just 
eight for eight, you know, no Sweet. big deal. Wow. So. Well, that it's tells it. me right there how I like the S3F barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. The pistol goes in a Safari Land ALS holster. I prefer the retention holster, uh, just so that way I don't have to worry about it popping out, you know. Get no Dairy Queens. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll lose, uh, maybe a tenth of a second on the draw with it, you know, so it's not a big deal when you're talking about never having a gun come out, uh, on accident. Right. And then, uh, let's see, shotgun, you I'm sure. Make up for it with that pound but, and a half trigger. <laughs> do what? You can make up for it with that pound and a half trigger. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easy. Shotgun. 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 Yep. Yeah. Shotgun. Benelli, uh, just Benelli M2, uh, the uh, port was cut by Guns Plus uh, here in Georgetown, Texas, and nothing crazy. It's just a stock gun with a few Nordic components thrown on there. You know, bigger, bigger charging handle. Uh, I think I've got a Terran uh, bolt release on it, and extension uh, tube, obviously. Yeah, Nordic extension tube, and that's about it. You know, I don't, I don't go crazy with the shotgun because it's the f- most finicky gun there is. You know, out of the three, so you don't want to, mm-hmm. don't want to modify too much. I'd rather it be reliable. So, uh, and then. To hold the shells, I've got the uh, Carbon Arms pinwheels. They're uh, they're kind of like everything. You can either have something that's going to be faster or more more reliable. I tend to lean towards the more reliable, and they don't drop shells. You know, nothing comes mm-hmm. out of them. They're yeah. they're a little bit harder to get them out, but when I mean once they're in, you don't have to worry about running around and losing them. Agreed. Absolutely. So, what are you guys running for your ears, your ear pro and your eye pro? I'm running. Uh, what are the man? What's the freaking Electronic green ears that everybody's wear. Everybody wears. Uh, yeah, we're all gonna oh. say the same thing. The impact. Impact. So, yeah. 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 Howard Light impacts. Yeah, yeah Howard Light. Yeah. yeah. So same here. Awesome. I put one like uh, for rifle or whatever. I put one foamy in one ear, so nothing fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even running those anymore. I guess I guess because my ears suck anyway from the military. But there's a guy that uh, local. I honestly think it's just called Ear Pro. I can't remember what it is, but they actually do injection molds into your ear uh-huh. uh, and do it that way. And hey, you know, I've tried those over the years, and it just, I just, I can't, I just can't get used to them. And it blocks out like everything, especially yeah. when you're shooting long range steel. Sometimes you want to be able to call your own shots, so I right. want to be able to hear that ring. Sometimes they work too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm still, but I have been kind of looking at some different style of Ear Pro. Ear Pro. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the military is running now. There's a new, there's a new type of ear pro. They're not using bows anymore. Uh, it is a, I'm wanting to say it's a 3M, the new 3M. Some of the SF guys are running them and I can't think of what they are, but it's a, it's a high dollar headset. I don't forget what it is, but it's a really low profile. And, uh, cause the biggest problem with me is if my, if it lifts off my ear any at all and with the damage of my right ear from the military, if, if it catches any, any like shot at all, it just starts ringing terrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. what about iPro? iPro, I love Oakley. Oh uh, yeah, I, like, I forgot to bring up Oakley. I'd like to try the new uh, Tombstones, uh, but as military as I am, of course, I've still got the old wonderful M frame, which is a solid lens. But you know, I mean, it's a uh, yeah, it works for for me. If there's nine stages at a match, I probably have five different sets of i iPro. For different what? tents and stuff, Just, or what? D- depends on the day, like what's going on. <laughs> Sometimes I have to bum clears off of somebody. Or... Yeah, yeah, that's it. I wore clears all Rock Castle because of the uh, the weather. I was yeah. going to wear. The I know prison. a lot of people were fogging up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You got to kick them down on the bridge of your nose a little bit. Sometimes M- my eyesight is so terrible. Um, if I don't have my my actual prescription glasses on, I, and I pull my pistol out in front of me. I can't, my front sight, I see like three of them. 
It's so blurry. <laughs> so I, I, for the most part, I have to wear my prescriptions. But I think yeah, Oakley will make you the one in the middle. Yeah, they will. Oakley yeah. will do prescription. That's that's definitely something I should look into. Yeah, they make prescription sure. eyewear. So oh, there's a uh, there was a company out at Big Three East this um, this year that does awesome prescription uh, shooting glasses. Is Wiley it Oakley? X? It, no, it's not Wiley X. Not Oakley. Um, I'll I'll get you the name of the company. I'll shoot it to you. They're oh. they're big into uh, sending higher profile people like yourselves <laughs> to uh, to test and push and promote. I, I guess he's uh, talking to you, Nick. I, no, hey, I mean you are. I mean I'm on board I, with yeah. Oakley. So. I mean <laughs> you're already on Oakley. You don't need one, do you? <laughs> Hook a brother up. I need some tombstones. <laughs> we talked about Marty. We talked about last time about the Oakley uh, sh- shenanigans of my Oakley's disappearing, right? Uh, I don't think so. Tell us about I that. Thought, I could swear we did on the, oh, last, yes. the, at the shot show. No, we didn't talk about that, but uh, you'd mentioned it. Um, you yeah. mentioned it the other day when we were talking. I, I could swear we talked about it, but uh, you may have you may have done the shot showing, but uh, I will sum. I'll sum it up real quick, just so we don't go back over the same thing. But basically, yeah. Oakley made our team uh, two pairs each uh, custom glasses, so there's only five like them in the world in existence wow. and uh we're trying them on at media day at shot and i set a pair down try another pair on we took a team picture i turn around my other pair is gone and uh, yeah yeah we never, the picture, never found they them. were there right yeah i mean two seconds and there's a pic the in the photo that we took there's they're right there behind me on the table but uh oakley was cool enough the very next week sent me another pair they re- they built another pair just like them and sent them to me so it was really cool yeah. Well, hey, I'm, uh, I'm not sponsored by Oakley, but I'm definitely going to throw a little glitch out there for the soldiers. If you're not part of the Oakley SI program and you're military, law enforcement, EMS, fireman, whatever, get your butt over there and get some discounted protection. They got a yeah. good, for your, good discount for your program. Eyes. Yeah, yeah standard, standard issue. You issue. Get, yeah, you can get them for like, you can get <laughs> nice Oakleys for like 80 bucks. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, get your butt over there yeah. if you're a uh, government or whatever else and get some good Oakleys. God bless yeah. Oakley. They rock. Absolutely, <clears throat> I do. All right, got any any uh, closing comments or thoughts from anybody here before we wrap it up? <gasps> uh, yeah, I I forgot to mention Taron Butler myself. Um, he did get the base pads and Magwell stuff for my Glock. So, yep. kudos to that. The stuff works flawlessly. Yeah, Taron does a lot of good work, and he's a good guy. That helps. Yeah, <laughs> helps when you do business with somebody like that, right? It's just, you know the. I mean, uh, it's got gorgeous Go hair, and you, you just can't argue that. So. <laughs> but I am interested in the S three F barrels, though, Nick. I'd like to. Um, yeah, hit up uh, Chris Naganuma on Facebook. There uh, aren't they prior military? I, I try to stick yeah. close to military companies if yeah. I can. It's just and a, speaking yeah, okay. of of doing that, uh, you guys have heard me talk about VFOB Brands, Veterans Family of Brands, and uh, Talking Lead is a member of that now, and uh, I personally have joined, became a lifetime member. Uh, if you go visit. Uh, veteran family of brands check out their website if you want to like like uh, Casey's saying buy from uh, military prior military whether it's a, a military owned a veteran owned company or they um, support our veterans or they hire our veterans that's a good source to go and find for whatever you're looking not even necessarily firearms related I mean if you want to go buy toothpaste you know that's their goal is to get a one-stop place where you can go, and if you want to support our veterans, buy veterans, know that the money's going to our veterans, that's the place to go. So check them out, VFOB. Had to put that plug Do in. it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Um, yeah, so 
There we go, guys. Thanks so much for taking the time. This is going to be another long-ass show, but it's a very good show. Had a great time with you guys. Thanks for taking the time to be on. Nick, Casey, Chad, always, brother. Yes, sir. Enjoyed it. Glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, we'll definitely have you guys on again in the near future. Uh, I may have to just start doing maybe uh, like a a once-a-month three-gun show. There you go. Yeah. Well, none of us are going to argue that. That's for sure. Yeah. I think I think I will. As I'm getting more and more involved in the three gun world, um, definitely pretty, do that. And once I get my sport. get my Cadillac fixed in my left eye, I'll maybe start doing some competitions myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excuses, excuses. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. I'm, I just uh-huh. told you I'm blind as a bat, and I'm out there giving it a shot. I know. I got. So. I got. Boom. I got no. I like excuse. it. <laughs> I'm just scared. No slack. What do you mean I hit a no shoot six times? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's oh, rough. On target. All right, <laughs> all right fellas. Be- it was uh, nice to talk to y'all, and uh, I'm gonna get out of here and hit the sack. I'm old. No, you're not. <laughs> Hold on. You're gonna do the sign off. But first, oh. I want to thank uh, all our sponsors, Nordic Components. Check them out at nordiccomp.com. Cobalt Kinetics. Check them out at cobaltkinetics.com. Boom. And uh, check out the shooting team on their Facebook page. Is this Cobalt Kinetics shooting team? And those boys are good. Each one of those guys has their own individual pages as well. Uh, Kalani Lakers got his page. Uh, obviously Nick Atkinson has his. Yours is what? Nick Atkinson Pro Shooter? Uh, yeah, on Facebook, Nick Atkinson Dash Pro Shooter and Instagram is Three Gun Pro Nick Atkinson. Okay. And then, uh, Rick Birdsall has his. And then the old man, Keith Garcia. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does he have a, a public Facebook page? Yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah. Does he? Okay. And uh, you can check him out there. X Steel Targets. <laughs> X Steel Targets. Uh, you shouldn't be shooting paper anymore. There's no reason because you can go to X Steel Targets and get some of the best, most affordable AR500 steel targets available. Boom. Check them out at XSteelTargets.com. <laughs> They'll even custom make you whatever you want. If you want it in the shape of a peacock, like we were talking, if you're from India and you want to shoot at peacock, Steel targets, they can make one for you. <laughs> X steel targets, check them out. It'd be a big target. It would. It would be a big target. Fan tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give you Straight a lot to up. shoot at. That's the no shoot part. Maybe they could make the tails <laughs> fall down and pop back up. Those are, that's what's worth the money is the tails, man. You can't, you can't shoot the feathers is. off. Yeah, exactly. X steel targets. Multicam, check them out at multicampattern.com. And uh, make sure you check out uh, the lead sled because uh, they gave us the black multicam pattern to wrap that baby in. And you'll see all our awesome sponsors on there like Caltech and Aculus Defense and Cobalt Kinetics and Nordic Components and X-Steel Targets and (laughs) Glock. Uh, Man, I need to talk to you about sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we need to throw S3F on there now. Yeah. And Frontier Tactical, uh, one of uh, our newest sponsors, Frontier Tactical, the makers of the Warlock system, the multi-caliber uh, system for your AR-15. If you're not shooting, uh, or if you are shooting multiple calibers and you've got you know five, six different ARs to shoot your different calibers, uh, you can go to Frontier Tactical and buy their system and convert your AR into a quick change uh, multi-caliber system for one AR. So check them out at FrontierTactical.com. 
And they've got some cool, uh, probably not supposed to talk about it right now, but they've got some cool apps that they're developing for the People be innovating. Yeah, they are very innovative. Great guys over there at Frontier Tactical. Check them out. Glock. uh, I mean, we've talked about Glock the whole show. Uh, Everybody knows about Glock, uh, the official firearm of Talking Lead, of Left Hand. Uh, I'd be rocking the Glock 27 and the Glock 23. I'm a 40 guy. That's right. I'm not ashamed. (laughs) Not ashamed of it at all. Better stock up before they quit making it. No, I know. I may be switching over to the nine soon, but uh, there's still plenty of 40 out there. Still plenty of 40 out there. But I'm going to have some work done to mine. Uh, Danny over at Dipstick, which is no sponsor of Talking Lead, Uh, Hydrographics uh, is actually um, getting into some new ventures, and uh, we'll be talking about that soon. I can't really talk about it yet, but there's going to be some new stuff done to my Glock. So another great show, uh, another great group group of guests, and uh, definitely going to get these guys back on. I think we got a good little chemistry going with this group right here, and uh, maybe we can get maybe Rick on. And yeah, why don't you get the whole uh, Cobalt Kinetics team on? That'd be awesome. And I want to get yeah. I want to get um, your guy on too, uh, Chad, that shot with you this weekend. Oh, name? Danny. Danny. And you mean the Keltec guys? Yeah, I want to get the Keltec guys on here too. Hammer. Uh, is that's that his that's name? just gonna be nothing but shenanigans. You're not gonna get anything done. You know that. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. That's that's what we like. It's, it's gonna Kyle be a complete here. train wreck. <laughs> I remember his name now, Nick. Get Kyle on here too. Oh yeah, yeah. Kyle would be entertaining, especially if he's already had a fifth of fireball. Fireball. <laughs> fireball. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right, old man Chad's got to go to bed, so we're going to sign off. Yeah. As always, leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. Much closer, especially your Caltech ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so from this point forward, I've got some material that was edited out. Uh, just some behind-the-scenes tomfoolery. Um, it is unedited, so if you got your children listening... Uh, be a good time to turn it off or listen to it later. And uh, I don't normally do this, but I just thought some of this stuff was funny. thought you guys might enjoy it. So hope you enjoy it. Until next episode, check out our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, our Instagram. And as always, keep your loved ones close and keep those firearms closer. Oh, and we didn't we didn't talk about the mustache. So Nick no longer has the stash, guys. What? Uh, I was completely disappointed. Come on, Nick it, shaved. I, it, it, it migrated north for the summer. Everybody knows that. If I would have if I would have known that, I would have hung up like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> he had he had the perfect Wyatt Earp handlebar mustache going, man. How long did it take you to grow that? Uh, you know, it doesn't take long. I like it best uh, at about four and a half months. Because uh, I don't trim it at all. I don't shape it or anything. I just let it go. And uh, once you get to about six months, it starts to get where you need to start trimming it because it's so freaking long. But you know, it everything goes awry when you start clipping. So okay. Mm. So so Chad and uh, Casey doesn't grow any facial hair. But I just feel so disappointed Nick, right now. I've got a buddy. Um, <laughs> he's been on the show, AK, and everybody knows who AK is. Uh, he's going to be starting a new company that's going to help us hairy man with our beards so i'll be sure to hook you guys up with uh with ak when he gets his uh, business started sounds there you good go. telling you the day i can totally retire i'm going full on beard nice <laughs> <laughs> you look so funny with a beard dude oh hey I, my wife loves it <laughs> hey that's what matters that's what counts <laughs>
Uh, I'm here. It's, it says he wants to wants to join. Accept all videos on this call. How about I click accept? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, hey, now I got video Casey. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Huh. And his TV's on. I'm watching a football game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So we got everybody but Chad. All two of us. <laughs> it says he's calling right now. Let's go. Are you there? Hey, there you are. All right, hang out. Let me call you. Okay. You guys there? Whoa. Yeah. Every time you try and answer him, it puts me on hold. That's bullshit. Hold on. Matter drop it and restart it. Add to group. Yeah, have you, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Here, here you go. Okay. All right. I didn't know. It actually cleared up a little bit. Hmm. We're pulling too much bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they make it every day. Why is he not? His shit's broke. Add to group call. Son of a bitch. Chad? <clears throat> Alright, so we're getting ready to... We were talking about... What were we talking about? Um, oh, you're going to watch that video. But I don't know if that was related to what we were actually talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find the video. Okay, here's the video. This show is going to be so fun to edit. Uh, just tell me about it. No, that's easy. You just chop out that whole big block. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> you're going to have audio. Oh, This my shit. <laughs> hey, I'm right, waiting that's on you to do something. Shared right now. I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I don't know if I should ruin the moment or not. But uh, I hope you're gonna do one in particular that we talked about. Speed. Are you talking to me? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. The, I forgot what stage it was. It was up top, uh, right there, at, close to the. Hey, close spell, to the. Uh, hey, spell. Uh huh. Man, it. U H. It was a. I'll just, just say like this: it, it was a quad load. U H H U. No. U H. U H H H H U U U U. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Dis my shit. What were you? What, what are you talking about, Casey? The quad load. I st dude, I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Come on, man. That that speed quad load you done. Oh yeah, yeah. But man, you unless you're uh, unless you're eyeballing for that, you you can't even tell it happened. That's the problem with it going so fast. It's the sound. Yeah, I know. It's it's the sound of it. You got to make like a, a rap song behind that. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not that good at editing. I got an app that makes the other one. Because it was freaking, man, it was, that was lightning fast. Because we're, that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even think you still know how you done it. Oh, uh, I just what remember happened? thinking, uh, I just, I did a quad load and then I decided to load four more and the second four were like, it, won it was almost one motion and eight went in. It was crazy. Or four went in. It was crazy. Nice. Like you couldn't like, even, you couldn't even hear. It sounded like one load. Do you have, do you still have it on your phone? Like the sound? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've still got the video. Yeah. You know late. what that is? That's like the Bob Mund and two balloons at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd do with a million dollars. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Let's get back to the show. Execute. Four shows at the same time. <laughs> hey, Chad. Question. Can you uh, just mute yours while he's talking for a minute? Sure. I'm hearing the big sweet. Charlie, right Charlie bugging it? Yeah, yeah, he's a good boy. Getting that peanut butter. He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter on the nuts. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't like peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, Casey.